0: obi Potters, we're recording this on one of the hottest days of the year. It's going to get hotter it's tomorrow. Already, it's already 25 degrees. Yeah, it's only the morning. Yeah. We can't handle that in the UK. No, you can't handle that. Okay, just because you grew up in Australia. Like, oh, this is nothing. This is not a cold day in Australia. In Australia, this is because it's cold.
1: I never say that. <laughs> I never say that. I recognise that it's a hot day.
0: The worst thing in the UK is when it's hot. Is we don't have aircon as a as a kind of default. Oh, I know you didn't in Australia. You always tell me that Australia doesn't do aircon either. No, my,
1: my parents like my dad would never do aircon.
0: Okay, well,
1: yeah. I'm I'm sure. I mean, yeah. Definitely there are plenty of people that do have aircon.
0: You don't even get it guaranteed in shops and restaurants in the UK because it's not hot enough yeah. often enough.
1: You don't need it for like four days a year. You're not gonna invest well, in it. Yeah, con. but then
0: you get the occasional day or year rather. Like some years ago where it was it was the temperature of bloody Sahara for two months. Do you remember that? When it, our car died on, on the oh, way to yeah. the,
1: wow. the coast,
0: we were going away for the weekend and our car repeatedly overheated because yeah. we were stuck in traffic. That was fun. That was fun. Uh, but the other thing as well, because it's hot and because we don't have air con, we have to have the windows open. And consequently, just flies just, just come in our house all the time. House flies. Just don't, it's near me now. I hate them.
1: Yeah, they, they aggravate you so much. Well, they don't aggravate they? me
0: because they're dirty. Mm. Look, I don't know if you can hear any of you can hear that fly that's buzzing around in here.
1: Welcome to Flywatch. Yeah, you
0: know, I'm sure.
1: Campod's Flywatch. Yeah,
0: well, I'm sure someone will tell me that, oh, flies, you should love flies because they, you know, I don't know, they pollinate or something.
1: I don't think flies pollinate anything they except poll- for poo.
0: Oh, yeah, they pollinate. They poo. pollinate
1: germs and bacteria. Yeah, that's all they from do. Poo they to go other around. Poo.
0: And every time they eat, or they land I read they they throw up every time they land <laughs> they, they on need surface, to get a handle on they that they throw up why? because they're disgusting that's why they're every,
1: so full of junk everything about them is it disgusting it doesn't fit in them anymore
0: no anyway right so sorry if I get distracted during this recording <laughs> but there's a it's very hot and there's a fly in here <laughs> <laughs> I know this isn't necessarily what you tune in for <laughs> But it is what it is. We're working with what we've got.
1: Which is a fly.
0: Which is a fly. Our our third (laughs) co-host. The fly. (gasps) Jeff Goldblum.
1: Uh...
0: So anyway, uh, this week we've got an interview with Stephen Wicks.
1: Yay! We've
0: been training this for weeks. (laughs) He is the writer of Mockillion, which is a spoof Merillion page. It's not a spoof page. It's a page that spoofs Meridian. It's comedy. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it started out, he started writing funny posts, as he explains in the interview, funny posts on, on the Meridian forums years ago. That ah. graduated to a blog, and then he graduated from that to Facebook. It's, go check it out. It's very funny.
1: It's hilarious. And... I think... I th- I know you're going to talk about this in the interview with him, and I think you got a fact wrong because I heard you say Oh, it. did I? We found Mckillian before we started Bianpod. Did we? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because I remember we were looking at it in the evening, in the evenings sometimes, and laughing. Yes. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, anyway, Stephen has been a, a real support of the podcast ever since the beginning.
1: Yeah. The- and then it was like, oh my god, Mckillian likes Bianpod. This is amazing. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> he's a lovely guy and. Uh, additionally he was at the now famous stockholm Merillion weekend where h lost his voice so he's going to give us a little bit of a belated review of that so we'll get to that in a minute before we get there though we wanted to have a quick talk about Merillion distant lights which is the new dvd and cd from the 2019 Merillion weekends which have finally been released in somewhat truncated form Due to the thievery. master tapes being stolen. The fly, yeah, I know, Sonia, the fly is coming out. You didn't like that then, neither did you. You act like you love flies. And then when that fly. <laughs> do I? That, yeah, yeah, you. I really, act
1: like I love flies, do I? Every
0: time I freak out about a fly, you either find it funny or you just sit there like all oh, calm. But then that one flew near your face there. Look, he's right near Look you. Look how
1: still I am. Yeah, I, I do find it funny because you are completely over the top with your reaction. they're to unpredictable.
0: Flies. I don't like I don't like an unpredictable flying shit machine.
1: Oh in my actually house. now everything makes sense. I remember going to a butterfly house with you at the zoo once years ago when we were courting and you didn't want to go in. I had to basically drag you in because you were petrified okay. of the unpredictable flying. There were creatures. millions of them in
0: there. I didn't know what was flower, what was butterfly. And <laughs> They were all in my face and landing on me and all sorts. It was... Well, this
1: is before we even went in, you were freaking out.
0: Because I knew what... I've been in them before. I I know what happens in in butterfly houses.
1: I've never seen anyone so scared.
0: Just because they're, you know, dressed like they're going to bloody Mardi Gras or something. (laughs) Yeah, everyone thinks, oh, butterflies are lovely. You ever seen the the middle part of them? They're still flying insect disgusting things.
1: (laughs) They're not disgusting. They're butterflies
0: flamboyant moths that's what they are
1: yeah i love flamboyant anything so
0: you don't like you don't like moths though do you ah, no that's your thing you yeah. don't like moths
1: <laughs> okay yeah that might yeah, be you true you hate
0: moths whereas i uh, quite, no, I don't hate i like moths. I, quite like moths
1: I don't hate moths they terrify me
0: okay that makes no sense when you like butterflies
1: yeah, I like butterflies because they're gentle and and flamboyant moths and pretty. Moths are gentle. Moths are exactly moths the leave, same as butterflies. Moths leave powder on everything. Okay. And they've got furry bodies, and you just think, and they're they're like like brown paper. They like wings. the they like the
0: butterfly equivalent of that character from Charlie Brown Pigpen, who like as that walks around in that cloud of dust, <laughs> like just. <laughs> just because you don't yeah. like you don't like they're working class oh, Pink butterflies. Pen was one of my
1: favorite characters they're good
0: hard working working class butterflies who are obsessed with the moon <laughs> <laughs> leave them be
1: i love moth memes
0: yeah okay let's we're getting off topic yeah
1: okay back so to talking about
0: um lights because moths like lights do you see that yeah, segue Lamp. yes lamp there so we uh I'm gonna. I was gonna try and pretend that we've watched both discs of Distant Lights, but we haven't. We only watched disc one. Did we? Yeah.
1: I thought we. No, we watched uh, two DVDs, so didn't yeah, we? We did
0: because uh, I've had the 2017 Meridian DVD as well for years, and we've never got around to watching it.
1: Oh, the one from Chile.
0: Yeah, the Chile, yeah. Chile Meridian Weekend DVD, which is um, that was really good. Well, it's interesting because they just pick and choose. It's not like a full show. Well, it's most of the show, but they've sort of done the best of. Mm. Um, but it's interspersed with kind of little documentary bits in black and white, which annoyed you, didn't it, a bit?
1: It, it didn't You were annoy- like, why
0: is this in black and white?
1: Uh, that is <laughs> such an exaggeration, Paul. I was just asking out of curiosity, oh, how come it's in black and white? It didn't annoy me.
0: Well, you seem a pretty fool- annoyed.
1: It would take a fool to be annoyed by an interview being in black and white.
0: Would it? Yes. Okay. Well, you said it.
1: <laughs> such a kind husband.
0: Love you. Love you. Um,
1: Tolerate you.
0: What I will say about at least disc one, which is cause, because of all that's left, is um, the Port Zealand show um, on disc one from the Sunday night, which is the Happiness is the Road show. Right. Then you get a couple of bonus tracks, Estonia and This Strange Engine. And then disc two is... Um, from the Friday in Leicester
1: is it where they do
0: the chronological Did-
1: H we didn't watch show. that one though
0: no we haven't watched that we'll watch that
1: this weekend yeah I'll
0: tell hopefully. you why I didn't watch it it's because it didn't I didn't find it very interesting
1: why yeah. what's so the what's the set list
0: well, the Friday the set list because they went remember they they did even though often pedantity disagrees with me on this point, but I remember what was said on stage that night oh yes,
1: England. you two have they a start with point of they start difference. yeah with a
0: season's end set um where they where h is wearing his season's end outfit, his big flouncy shirt with the snowflake on it, if I remember um and does the whole uninvited guest tapping his fingers he had the gloves and everything so tapping his fingers on the the window the rainbow window uh it sounds cool unless he does that um you know while you're sitting watching tv one night he starts tapping on your window with his magic gloves (laughs) that wouldn't wouldn't be cool flies near me go away fly um wow i've never seen such a thing
1: well i have every time that you have a fly near you
0: hate them so uh well but yeah okay so that set was king of sunset town bell in the sea uninvited Guest, season's end so that was the end of the season's end but then they went into splintering heart which i remember if if i'm right I have, we haven't watched it this is the worst review ever
1: we should watch it and then review mm. it
0: i think he wore his big holidays in eden coat um if i recall which
1: uh i don't remember it's
0: very good. 90s <laughs> kind of coat because i remember at the time thinking is he not hot wearing that Hmm. Uh, but he, he um, I had one very similar with a sort of... It's like a kind of almost Aztec pattern on it.
1: <sighs> oh, I might have seen a photo of it. Well, We need uh, to watch the disc and then we'll know. Yeah.
0: All right, so then they went into, yeah, Splintering Heart, This Town, Wakes Progress, Hundred Nights, Holidays oh, in Eden, Ooh, Dry Land covered my eyes they played a lot of Holidays in Eden then a brave bit it's a bridge living with a big lie runaway hollow man so and the song brave then uh, an afraid of sunlight section so gazpacho cannibal surf bay king so truncated gigs (laughs) like they were playing bits of the album and trying to evoke those tours even though Anthony denies that uh, then then on the Saturday night, they supposedly were continuing with that theme and then it just falls
1: apart. Maybe Anthony can leave us a voice note. No, don't encourage him. Of his opinion. Don't and he- we can drop it in Don't encourage here. him. No,
0: because his- no, he won't have heard this. No, I'm not I'm not asking him to do that. Anthony, sorry, you missed your window of opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, what I will say, so uh, on the Sunday, so we got The Man From Planet Marzipan, then the whole of disc one, the essence disc, the album. Mm-hmm um followed by uh no such thing real tears for sale invisible ink whatever is wrong with you <laughs> somewhere else sky above the rain and the levers five one yeah. tonight now that is a freaking great show and i'm telling you you even you, you've not listened to happiness is the road yet but what was your opinion
1: that my opinion was that was an absolutely phenomenal night no, start that again. That no, was don't an, start it
0: again. Why no, do you do this? Wait, wait, wait. It makes my editing job just roll with it. That, it, 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 it makes was, my editing, then I have to go in and I have to edit bits.
1: Okay. So, well, <laughs> I wasn't there for the night. I was going to say, You were there for the night. I you were I? there. You were oh, literally, yeah. it was 2019. You were there. But I wanted to say that was an absolutely <laughs> phenomenal gig because it was good watching it on the DVD. And it just makes me think um, Happiness is Road. Happiness is the Road is going to be good.
0: Yeah. Because I
1: really enjoyed every single song. Well, you
0: haven't heard Disc 2 yet. I haven't heard
1: Disc 2, but Disc 1 from that DVD that we watched on Saturday night and apparently the evening I was at years ago is fantastic.
0: Yeah, it's weird. I mean, obviously, we're going to have more to say when we get to Happiness is the Road. But obviously, we've got somewhere else coming up, which you're listening to at the moment, um, and I'm writing notes on somewhere else when that hit it it wasn't met with universal acclaim when happiness is the road came out everyone loved it everyone raved about it It was like oh they're back to you know marbles you know quality they're they're doing it again they've done it yay and yet in the years since it's sort of reputation seems to have slipped a bit and it, it seems to have kind of become a bit of a forgotten album in a lot of respects they don't play a lot from it people when they talk about it from what I've seen, don't seem to rave about it. But that first disc, oh, it, it's beautiful. so good. They, I know it, it It sort of is made up of lots of sort of little bits. You know, there's a lot of sort of linking bits and sort of slightly more experimental bits that, you know, and the songs kind of just all roll into... Sorry about the traffic in the background. Window is open so we can let more flies in. Um, the The you know it, it, it's more experimental the songs just sort of you know flow shall we see what that is
1: no I can Poached. wait oh,
0: okay <laughs> you want point. me to go and tea? no it's fine let's carry on probably <laughs> <laughs> posting more flies through the door
1: oh yuck Ew. imagine
0: that we go out no, there no
1: please let's not imagine that no no one wants to imagine fly that fly delivery <laughs> uh, well actually uh, that stomach turning Paul oh he's right on
0: me um the yeah (laughs) i i you know i think i've said when we were doing some of the albums how i i kind of want marillion to to be a little bit more experimental sometimes and be a little bit more embrace their sort of arty side and do stuff that that is more atmospheric and yeah on that disc one they really did that you know they've Mm. still got the melodies and they still got the tunes but they really did something that feels like it's almost experimental or kind of at least artistic in a way that isn't just like, oh, here's some live bangers. So whether it went, I can't really remember the night because I was probably a bit tiddly, but uh, if it was a Sunday night, and I definitely was, that, that, um, you know, that songs that aren't just like kind of built for a live environment, so I don't know how well it went down live, but... Watching it back on a DVD, it was like this is freaking great. This is really good. Yeah, um, you know, and it it it's it really showcased how they, good they are at sort of layering bits of music and and building atmosphere.
1: Mm, yeah, and I remember what I mean. Watching it, the only thing that not the only thing that was going through my head, but one of the things that was going through my head was because we just looked through Setlist.fm. M, I was thinking. And so many of the Happiness Is The Road songs are very low in the number of their live plays. Yeah. And I was like, why?
0: But that whole night, the songs that they did after that, you know, they went from Happiness Is The Road into No Such Thing, which is another song, I mean, you know, it's on somewhere else, but, you know, another song that feels, again, probably didn't land on the night in the room, but it's a great piece of atmosphere Mm. that... Doesn't feel like it's trying too hard. Um, or oh, it's trying a bit too hard to be Black Sabbath's Planet Caravan. But um, but, <laughs> so, but then, then, unfortunately, we do get whatever is wrong with you. But then we go into Somewhere Else, <laughs> which is another great song that doesn't get played. Then we had Sky Above the Rain, another one that we said needs to mm, get kind of more out. Yes,
1: all of them were um, like these really underplayed classic. I guess it's not a classic if it's not. If it's underplayed, or oh, underplayed gems,
0: yeah, and all it's just, of them it, were
1: underplayed gems. I,
0: it's just a shame that, uh, it's just a shame that they sort of didn't perhaps put them into sort of the set list last year. I you know I get why we didn't have them at the recent weekends, but I just hope some of those songs do get more outings. Same, you know. Certainly, looking at that, yeah, we got woke up this year at, at the weekends, which went down an absolute storm. That was my feeling in the room I really enjoyed it But then you've got, you know, Essence Which was just beautiful
1: Love Essence
0: Um, You know, Trap the Spark State of Mind State of Mind surely has to be be played live more often Yeah Uh, I mean, then you you don't love Real Tears for Sale for some reason But I think it's great, works well Invisible Ink, though, you do love I
1: really love Invisible Ink It's one of my very, very, very top tier Meridian songs Yeah
0: uh, and likewise, somewhere else, and sky above the rain. Really, should play more of that. Yep, that stuff.
1: One hundo. One hundo.
0: So the Chili DVD, which I'm sure you know, most of you have probably heard or, or played. We um, we only watched a bit of it, which we watched the the marquee section. What struck me was um, Tanya's going to laugh because I know I keep saying it, but how I don't know it. H with those songs now feel like a weird Fit we feel so far away From that mm. That I didn't I don't know I didn't connect with them it was strange
1: Really at all
0: yeah they played Hope uh, they played the Walmart Circles Trilogy White Rush and Incommunicado Slange Sugar Mice Lords of the Backstage bit of Blind Curve And Market Square Heroes but um, But,
1: but I'm, I'm saying that There wasn't anything like he Was great at performing them he yeah, yeah. Gave a hundred and ten percent
0: brilliant at performing them. Yeah, but I think having watched that that other disc, you know, mm. watch these two things back to back, watch that other disc of Marillion really doing what they do best now.
1: Yeah, I guess it's the difference between I think I think him like singing those fish era songs, he does it absolutely fantastically. At least the songs that we saw in mm. that disc. There's a difference though when someone's singing something that's someone else's and something that's their own, that it's just a better fit, a natural fit with his own work. Yeah. Oh just, of course, like duh. I think that would be the same for anyone. And I get
0: on that night when they did that in 2017 and we were there, place erupted. It, we all abso- went nuts. Yeah,
1: everyone went nuts.
0: Yeah. And it you know, it, it it was it was brilliant on the night, but watching it back as a DVD. It lacks that atmosphere in the room and so you're just left really with the band and H. And Really? So, you yeah. Think that? And
1: maybe I didn't I didn't notice that. I thought the atmosphere in the room looked really great. Well, yeah, In, I'm in sure the sure Chile DVD. Yeah.
0: Oh, no, no there was
1: a great atmosphere. Yeah, okay,
0: but there's a difference to watching an atmosphere and being in that atmosphere.
1: Well, okay, well, of course, Paul. Why like... are you being
0: argumentative with me? For no reason.
1: <laughs> no, it's a good reason. <laughs> I I why? I, I don't agree with you. I think wow. that, I think, <laughs> oh, he doesn't like it, everyone. He doesn't like the disagreement. I thought it looked like it had a great atmosphere. I mean, of course, you're not going to feel the same as when you're in the middle that's of it. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Oh, that's what you're saying. Okay, yeah, yes. That's all I'm saying. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. We're on the same so page. what I'm saying that. is, you yeah. haven't
0: got the same energy that carries those songs because, really, when they played those songs on the night, H wasn't singing them. We were. You know, H was almost drowned out by the people around me. Right. Yeah, you
1: know, yeah, yeah. So yeah. What, what
0: I'm saying is you're relying on H to carry those songs right. vocally.
1: When you you're know, watching it. When you're mean. watching it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I, I completely misinterpreted what you I think said. I we're completely I thought on the you, same page. Yeah, I thought you were saying watching the DVD, it looked like there wasn't a lot of energy in the crowd. That's what no. And I was like, no. No, From my perspective know, it looked but, like there was a huge become, amount it of It became on the night on the night the when
0: we were there, it was like an interactive thing.
1: Yes. Yes. Yeah, we
0: were sort of part of the band. Yeah. And yeah, watching it, it's like I I'm gonna say it again, I don't need H to sing those songs anymore. When we watched that Happiness is the Road DVD, the distant mm. lights one, right before those fish era songs. Um yeah, I don't know. It just They just lack something for me on that DVD. I haven't watched the rest of it yet. I mean, again, yeah. it, it's a really interesting set list for me uh, as a whole. Uh, it, it, it's, you know, it, it's a bit weird that they um, chop and change it. I mean, we've got the whole, the, the best of Sunday night, which is pretty much com. Flies near me if I sound distracted. That's why. Go away. Don't <laughs> uh, <laughs> laugh at it.
1: Um... I mean, yeah, I completely agree. When H is singing his own era songs, they're his. Yeah. It's like It's like a he fish in
0: its own pond. A fish? That's ironic. Did you say that on purpose?
1: Oh, my God, no, I didn't. What the hell? It's like a...
0: Fly in its own shit.
1: <laughs> no. Go away. Fly. Yeah? Now I can't think of a different analogy. It's, <laughs> it's like a palm tree on its own island. Great.
0: You could... Okay. <laughs> yeah, Good one. It's like a hat on its own head.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like there's just a natural flow and energy and fit, isn't there?
0: Yes, there is. You're quite right. You're absolutely 100% correcto. Thank you. Yes. Uh, anyway, that was all. It was just what I noticed. that That I think as well, it probably doesn't... Or didn't help those songs that we saw three, well, two and a bit tribute bands recently playing all those songs. <laughs> I feel a bit fishy out uh at the moment. You know, oh really? A little bit, yeah. Huh. Yeah. Okay, flies flies by your head. Yeah, you just I, I we need to get on with this interview because this Let's, fly is Yeah, just... the
1: fly is taking over.
0: Yeah, it's it's fly cast. <laughs> yeah. Right, everyone, this is me chatting to the very lovely and brilliant Stephen, home base Wicks. So, Stephen, I thought we'd just start with the beginning, which is what's your Marillion story and, you know, how did you get into the band and all of that, really?
2: Sure. Uh, so I first saw them in 1984 uh, at Status Crow's final concert. Remember that? Oh, oh
0: well, yeah. well was, was that surely wasn't the final final. That must have been... <laughs>
2: Well, I wish they kept the T-shirt because the T-shirt said the final gig on it and uh, status quo. When uh, he was 84, the next year, they were persuaded by Bob Gallif, apparently to open Live Aid and they suddenly... Anyway, uh, Meridian were third on the bill and they were fantastic. It just... just I think it was probably Fisher's leadership live and, and the way he led the crowd to very complicated, you know, rhythms. He got everyone clapping in time and it sold sort of stories. I was a 15-year-old lad, so he's telling stories about you know, um, Incubus and, and Polaroid cameras and, and all the stuff that, you know, that, that he used to say. Uh, but then this really amazing music, you know, the complicated music. And, and um, I'd heard them before. We've got three older brothers and one one... Uh, played me the um the Friday night rock show session they did and I quite like that, but I didn't really get into the stuff until I saw them live. And then like a lot of people, so I bought for Garzy, uh completely overanalyzed the lyrics, obviously pre-internet. So you have to try and guess what he's on about half the time or we'll look it up or we'll find out. So I was fully bought into that. And then and then and of course um Whist-Paced Childhood happened and 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 suddenly what I thought was my band, a lot of other people liked, uh, even though we liked them for a year, I still considered them to be my band, and, and, and it was fantastic to have a band that that, were, that played that sort of music that um, became popular, so I so saw a few times with Fish, um Milton Keynes uh, two years later with the headline which was probably a, a highlight, along with a show that in Liverpool late last year, that year when was for the fan club, when they played a few songs of Clutch and Straws the first time. I'll never forget even in comunicado for the first time in Liverpool, the bouncing floor with it. And, and, and anyway, so, so, um, uh, Fish left, um, RH came along, and I, I wasn't really a fan, um, right? Saw them in '89 on the season's end tour, I think it was a few weeks after I saw. Fish headline. So Fish didn't have his album out. Uh, Marillion did, and, and uh, um, Fish was great. It was just the same old Fish, really. Um, really had changed quite a bit, which we you know that they, they did. It was one of the reasons I got Steve H because he wasn't a, a clone. But um, I think uh, yeah, it wasn't really my thing. I thought they turned what I thought was a popular prog, prog band in the track turned into a poppy band. And then, then I heard need and I thought they've definitely done that. <laughs> and, yeah, and, and yeah. lame Beach. I stupid, really. So I didn't see them at all in the 1990s, not once. You
0: know. Oh, really? Oh, it was that. It was that long.
2: Yeah, of yeah. So I followed fish for a bit longer, um, um, but then you know, sort of didn't didn't, didn't really like. somebody's his stuff. So I then got to see different sorts of music. You know, I was at Manchester at University. There's a lot of indie stuff going on. Uh, you know, Stone Roses, James, and bands like that, and. and um, so nothing in the 90s, and then I saw them in 2002 They played a, a Woman gig for a festival in Sheffield, near where I live. Right. And I just went, oh really, why not? It'd be old time sake, go see what they're like. And they were brilliant. Fantastic. I can't say how good that concert was. Um, I didn't know virtually any of the songs, I knew the ones from season's end, and that was it, I think, on cover my eyes. I just remember watching H do the bit from Brave where he opens up the coat with the mirrors. Oh yeah. And, yeah, and I was on the second or third round. I just thought, oh, this is brilliant. This is great. So what a time to get back into it, because just after Anaerophobia, just as Marbles was leading. In, wow. So, yeah, you were well placed for yeah, yeah. The and, then, and then and then I sort of, sort of played Marbles to death, when it came out. And my wife sort of was kind of um, got it by osmosis. And, and and we went to the ruling weekend in 2005 where they played the Hall of Marbles, the first time on the first night. Uh, and it was our first brilliant concert. So that's quite a leap of faith to go to a weekend, especially at Butlins, which yeah, quite awesome. was a brilliant accommodation. And it was a brilliant concert. I don't know if you went to that, but the, the first yeah. night I played the whole of it, I mean, Genie came with Jeannie for the first time. And someone shouted at the end of it, you should play it more, you know, and the smiles and the faces, because they do like the response from the crowd, don't they? And I think with yeah. new yeah. albums, they don't always know what to expect. And I think the same with with the recent geeks, you know, they've been... Um, pleasantly surprised at the response and, and I'm really pleased with it and, and quite rightly so anyway so yeah so we've been to every weekend since really when we went to Holland we, we, we've got tickets for each of those fortunately and, and I'll go see them sort of probably two or three times on each tour so I'm not one of these guys see them every night but I probably see them you know a few times a year when, a couple of years ago it was my 50th birthday so I said right I want to try and get to double figures so we saw them 10 times in uh, 2019 which is a wow, record okay case. that's all cool how lucky was that again with what what came afterwards well yeah 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 um so yeah i i i, I love the band and um i through the million weekends now that we've got to know quite a few people and and for my wife um uh, she sort of enjoys that the social side of it as much as as the music she likes the concerts yeah. and we're doing really in hurdle I don't know if you've heard about it, you
0: heard of that. Oh about it? yeah, yeah. Yes. I got uh, I got stumped, but I didn't get stumped by it the other day but because when you start to type in your guesses, yeah. you kind of often with depending on the track, you get like five different versions. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah. You know, I, I think it was. Uh, I can't um, remember what the song was a couple of days ago, and I got I got the wrong version yeah. of. Ah, anyway, yeah, yeah.
2: but she—it's the one I will get it straight away, and she won't know. She'll probably, she probably just for really on. she said the phrase like "marbles of fear," and yeah. she's getting into the new one now. Whereas I'll know, like you, sort of what was the B side off? You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but but she loves the the community of it. You know, yeah. friends that we've we've got that we keep in touch with, and. and... And so when I played London two nights in around the, the last
0: tour, went to both nights, and it was like a mini weekend, it was great, you know. Yeah, yeah we were there, yeah, well yeah, shame we didn't run into you, because, um, yeah, it was, the, the, and that was for us, you know, obviously say, well, with, like a lot of people, I imagine, you know, post-Covid, that was the first sort of big socialising any of yeah. us had done, yeah, it did have that that weekend vibe about it, it was lovely, those two nights in Hammersmith
2: Did a similar thing with season's end For you know, we recorded the DVD for, um, is it somewhere in London, and did a similar thing, played two nights, and the second night was a bit different and, and that does the vibe of it, and it works really really well, because they don't need to sell tickets to twice as many people, because I think most people get to two gigs Exactly, yeah you Yeah, yeah. Friday and Saturday. yeah. yeah they're great,
0: really good Yeah, so you've just done um, we'll get on to Mockinian in a bit, but you've just done Stockholm Yeah yeah, uh, and uh, that has already gone down as a bit of a legendary weekend for being completely different. To yeah, you know, not not in a way that was planned, but oh,
2: yeah. um, I so mean, what was it like? It was it was one of those weekends you'll always remember. It was brilliant. We had a fantastic time. We based a holiday around it. So we had a week in Norway traveling, a weekend in Stockholm, and then, and then a oh, week nice. after in Sweden. So it was our main holiday of the year. We always go to Scandinavia, so that was good. Um, but to set the tone. Um, about The band were coming at half past eight on the Friday night. We were about five or six rows behind the mixing desk, and the mixing desk, for whatever reason, the design of the venue, was actually um, in one of the corridors that you need to to access the stalls. Okay. Um, and eight twenty eight, much mystery controls playing. Right, John Soon, This guy rushing, rushing, up the stairs, unsteady on his feet. I'm not saying he had a drink, but unsteady on his feet, okay. fell over head first into the mixing desk equipment. Oh, literally shit. smashed into it i thought that's it, it gigs over phil yeah, brown's hands yeah. in the air it's all these lights that are flashing on. so it's not a mixing desk. to right, there's two sort of columns of computer equipment and they've all got lights in them quite a few of them went red and um i said to Margaret, that's it it gigs over you know you can't yeah, you can't. yeah, yeah. anyway it, it's phil brown picks up the phone obviously speaks to someone backstage they obviously say no come on let's try it and they came on and it, it was fine actually it was it right. was uh, but, you know it's quite a start uh but really loud that i don't know if that was because of the the um the, the, that upset it was quite loud the first night i've had a few issues with it but it was great um thought it worked well playing the more lively tunes i don't think they really need to do a bit set but if they're going to do it it, 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 it works it works well yeah. um but i thought the band were a bit reserved it was only really when they played cover my eyes which is the last song because they didn't they didn't do Man um, of a Thousand Faces. Yeah. And yeah. H got the crowd going. Even to the point where H started to speak, Mark was to play, start playing the next song almost to, to keep it going. And, and yeah, insight to stop him speaking too much, I think. Right. He, <laughs> he,
0: gets, he, he gets lost sometimes, doesn't he? I think yeah, so he's enjoyed himself.
2: Yeah, I and mean, he couldn't tell he had vocal problems for, for me, you know. Um, so, one thing he did say, though, it, quite clearly, you, Season's End wasn't his choice. <laughs> oh, really?
0: Yeah, yeah. That's interesting.
2: to me about oh, a lot of Swedish fans come along and, and they've always got Season's End to sign. Get over it. That was, you know, 30 years ago. That, oh, yeah, shit. Tongue in cheek. Yeah, yeah. But, but a bit of a theory about this, and that is I don't know if you remember when they played All the Fear, they did all the, of, did a fair amount of old stuff, you know, clutching at the straws songs and blank curve and yeah and, um market square heroes before i wonder if some members of the band are a bit concerned about playing all the new all the new stuff at once yeah i it see some old stuff and they've done right. a lot of fish stuff last time that fear and my theory is that the season's end so they, they can have some old stuff as well
0: yeah 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 and i mean i suppose in a way you go well if they bookended the age era there with the latest album and the the first one yeah. uh yeah i mean i i, I enjoyed the season's end night uh i had felt like i'd heard a lot of those songs a lot but yeah. um yeah it was fine um you yeah, know well it's it better than fine i really enjoyed it but yeah i mean you know i'm uh, uh as i've gone on about on the podcast you know i've seen them so many times now it's like well show me something i haven't seen before <laughs> like,
2: well, to be a good
0: decision because obviously
2: on the front on the on the saturday they did the new album i don't want to, i don't want to brush over that it was fantastic the new album is just so good like it was so good anyway you know I'm, I'm not i'm not one who loves everything to do um but but this i think is possibly the first flawless album since misplaced childhood you
0: know, yeah really yeah i think you've time. got for me yeah I, i'm the same the longer it's gone on the longer i've started the thing the, the, there is not a dove moment on it and no. that's not because I, I originally thought, oh, you know, there's bits I, I, I don't like. It was purely because just it takes that time to, for it to bed in and for you to realise, oh my God, it is all the way through from beginning to end, just bloody great. Um, and yeah. I'm loving it more as time goes on.
2: I agree. I think I didn't see it. Sierra Leone took the longest to click, but now it's probably one of my favourites. So, yeah. yeah, it was great. But of course, uh, at the end of the Saturday, H said just before the last song, uh, uh, Neverland, um, he said he'd had a problem with his voice. And I couldn't really tell. People said, oh, he sounded a bit croaky. Um, and then halfway through Neverland, just before, well, two-thirds of the way through, just for the Wendy Darling bit, he stripped his microphone on the floor and walked off. Um, and we thought, oh, mean, It was a magic moment because what then happened was, while well, this looked. Well, so the guitar under that bit is quite quite soloy anyway. Yeah. But then he wasn't coming back on, so others just stepped to the middle of the stage and took the stage, and then did an improvised extended solo. Turned around to uh, Mark and to Ian to to, to to sort of nod through the end of the song, finished the song. And it was amazing. It was brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He completely, completely turned the gig from what could have been a bit of a, oh, I didn't want to finish like that, uh, to, wow. He just walked in the middle of the stage, took the, took the crowd with him, played an extended solo. Right. And, gig. and H did come on, to be fair, at the end. He didn't want to say anything. I think he probably... He's just frustrated. I think mean, he didn't realise how bad his voice was, and he was ill, you know. And, and, yeah. and, um So he, he, uh, he did come out at the end to, to sort of thank people for... So, and it, but it turned it out to be quite a magic moment. And and, and so, what we saying about season's end being well known, it's probably a good job because obviously we had to do a lot of singing, did the crowd on the, on the yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, so, I each put on Instagram early Saturday morning, Sunday morning that. um uh, he's, he's lost his voice uh, so it's going to be a karaoke concert Yeah, and he said on the night, quite cheekily it's the first karaoke concert we have have done, well at least since the old singer left <laughs>
0: so, Oh,
2: you know, I'm only joking <laughs> but I do think sometimes he does get frustrated, you know he's he just sing the older songs like Script and, and then all these blokes like me and you just shout over him yeah. and the last time they did Script uh, I think it was nine years ago, he kind of shuffs the crowd down yeah. and he performed it Fantastically, yes. you know, brilliantly. Anyway, um, so, so we, 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 he put on Instagram on the Sunday morning, it was going to be uh, karaoke, and I thought, oh, well, what are they going to play? Mm-hmm. And I was just walking down the corner in our hotel, because we stayed staying in the Pop Hotel, which uh, apparently we, we, we where the band were, we didn't see anyone apart from Mark, and and I was just saying to Margaret, it'll be fine, it'll be a one-off night, and no one will ever, you know, be at a concert like this. And and come around the corridor it was Mark the other way, he obviously heard what we we're saying, sort of smile, looks at us, and quickly went the other way. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a good sign of a bad sign? I don't know. <laughs> um, and they played the normal set. They the just did things like Easter that the crowd sang it, the crowd sang the course to Hollyway, uh, Holloway Girl, uh, the bridging course on invited guest. They used to do a bit of speaking, which worked quite well. It would it'd be corny cool if he if he did it too much, but at the end of the space, which was the one I was most worried about, you know, the, yeah. it's the same inside. And also at the end of Gaza, he kind of did a, a spoken version of the words, and particularly Gaza, it was very touching because you know how he, he completely gets into the song yeah. and the character or the person he's speaking to or the voice that, that he's performing. And it was very moving. Wow. Uh, and so, um, yeah, it worked, it worked really, really well. Um, uh, the, the levers, you couldn't really... really changed that much with the, the singing obviously we sang at the end anyway um so it wasn't a karaoke concert as such but i think h had that Get out if you like, or, or that yeah. sort of like a pressure, and the, the the crowd was so up for it. I mean, so up for it. You know, I mean, they were the up for it from the Saturday night. Every song on the Saturday night got a standing ovation, um, because it was a seated venue. Yeah. Um, every song, particularly in your album, was just rapturous. You know, response, and 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 they the, 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 carried on because you know, if you're down a bit, of feeling you're down, with people on your side, it's a good feeling because you're in the, you're in the same club, aren't you? In the same sort of group.
0: Yeah, that's, but that's the joy of the sort of Marillion fan base, really. Isn't it? It's like we we're well versed in supporting the band through adversity and kind of willing them on to succeed in the face of you know overwhelming odds. So it's it's not like we've not got form as a <laughs> as an audience, yeah,
2: and, to... and you know that you kind of know that, and you know it's almost a bad thing in a way that you, you know um, the personalities as much as you do. I mean, there, there were a few. Uh, ever's mistakes Rob has made a couple of mistakes um, but you know this is this is the danger also of being like fans like me and you uh, so we end up after me kind of plucked the solo a little bit and they finished the the, um, the song and I really like it so it's Margaret and wife. oh dear she said what I don't like no, it's anything wrong with that yeah. and she doesn't I think people normal
0: people normal people
2: yeah. you know probably think well that sounded fine
0: yeah there in was way. a moment like that for us as well in Leicester that was funny enough as well on the Sunday night I can't even remember what the song was now and I did exactly the same thing as you. I turned to Sanya and said, oh, Rother's fluffed that bit. And uh, again, straight over her head, didn't notice. She was in, into it, weren't you? Yes, she's nodding.
2: <laughs> it's nice to see as well that, that even those the circumstances, they, they're having fun. And it makes yeah. a difference, doesn't it, when you can see them enjoying it and feeding off the, the audience and I think obviously appreciating the new music. Um, it makes for a better concert.
0: Yeah. Um, and I think that's something that's come with age with them because... I can certainly remember gigs where they seem to be almost on edge when things started to go wrong, but yeah. over time they've they've gone, you know, it doesn't seem to matter. It, it's the audience go with it regardless.
2: What well, certainly happened in London and not uh, somewhere else Soon double night. So the Friday, they're filming DVD. You could see the, the, the pressure, particularly in H, you'd just look nervous all the way through. Yeah. And th- Saturday night, they didn't play a completely different set, but it was it, different enough to be to, to be to be interesting and, and just different man, completely relaxed. They'd obviously got the feedback from um whoever did that DVD, uh, that it went well, and they could relax. And then yeah. it was people shout out for sugar mice, and they just played it and they'd go, oh, Yeah, shit, I man. remember that.
0: <laughs> yeah, I did I did both nights as well. Uh, yeah. for, for Those shows. But,
2: um, so it, it, yeah, I, I, and, and I think generally the the taking them less, less less seriously, or they appear to. Maybe they just show it a bit more. Maybe they just mean you know, like HS podcast. Yeah. Uh, you, you just see, he's just a really funny guy. I mean, you, you know, yeah.
0: I know it really surprised me how silly he is. Uh, right. I know, I, you know, I, I. Yes, he can be witty in between songs, and you know, he's always had that but his sense of humor is just really silly and kind of like sort of schoolboyish and you know appeals to me that's my yeah. of but you know when well, you listen to the podcast you know uh you know, but he's uh you know it, it it's uh, it's a revelation really because you know out of the sort of the two eras you know fish was you know oh he's sort of the the bear prowling the stage the sort of stand-up comedian the the one with the comebacks and the put downs and the yeah. you know the the quick witty but but h in terms of just his sense of humor is far more my cup of tea really yeah um which which i'd never seen coming because he, he it's it's weird he never uh perhaps he just never had the opportunity to show it before well, i bet he's always
2: been like that i bet people who know him know he's like that
0: yeah yeah he does when he performs,
2: he has a different mindset. And I think as a performer, particularly as a frontman, you need to um, you know, he inhabits the songs and that that has an impact on him. I've never seen him play Fantastic Place and not look genuinely upset every time he finishes it. Yeah. And that's what you want. You don't want someone who's just okay, let's play this one. Um and so it's, maybe it's quite difficult then to, to when you're playing music like they play um and singing the words he sings to be lighthearted at times. I don't know. Um, yeah, you know, it seems to have chill. it seems to relax a little bit uh, over the last few years, definitely, and, and and that's benefited the when things do go wrong. Generally speaking, they're they, they dealt with better, and, and
0: not that happens very often. I mean, just they're just a good live band, aren't they? They just are. Yeah, they're the best. They're you know, uh, yeah, the fact that we're still getting to see sort of three nights in a row at, at their ages and at our ages is uh, you know we're very lucky. Uh, yeah. and that, that for me now is just just where I'm at with them, it's just this it feels like a privilege to still be seeing them since you know for what was I 14 when I first heard Marillion and yeah. you know, here I am and I'm 50 and I'm still I'm still listening to them and I'm still going to see them live and uh, yeah, it feels lucky so yeah so but um, sticking with with being funny and humour and the like, uh, yeah. let's talk Mockillion which yeah. um I realised that I had seen the Mockillion blog years ago, and I, I did read it. Um, somehow, I'd forgotten along the way that um, about it, and then rediscovered Mochillian on Facebook when uh, when we started being pod. And I don't know how. I don't know whether you, you'd shared one of the Mockillion posts, or someone else had, or one of my mates had. I can't remember now. I kind of rediscovered it, and kind of went oh, my God, there's someone else who kind of doesn't take Marillion too seriously. But it's just nice to kind of know because the Marillion fan base can be so passionate at times and so take it so seriously. And it is life and death. And it is, you know, to actually realise, oh, you know, we can love the band and we can, you know, love them sincerely and genuinely, but also take the piss out of them, you know, to know that I'm not alone in that was yeah, uh...
2: it's really important that people understand that and, and and there's there's a line obviously that 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 I mean there used to be um a couple of websites one was called the glitzy cape and one was called still hobbit uh, they were no, no
0: Hobbit rings a bell.
2: Yeah, and they were quite funny, but they didn't. They they, they were just taking the mic out of anything they could. It, there was no line there, and I thought someone should do this right. And not not that they didn't do it right. They would say they, they were funny, but you know it was it got a bit sort of mean at times.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: And, and I thought there's there's no if you're a fan you don't want that. You want, no. want to you want to be part of a club and people like like your podcast, people feel part of your club. The, 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 you know, The amount of times I talk to you and Sanyu you when you're saying something. Oh, you
0: know, oh yeah, know. shut up. You're wrong. That's
2: no, <laughs> mostly that actually. You know, I think we've got a lot more in common as fans, you know, as yeah. a group but but so um so yeah, so I'd started doing these skits on the really Form. me. It's probably about 15 years ago. Um I started just just writing something about uh, this this band that that ran. The the idea was, there's a band called makillian that has got some similarities to Marillion, but it's yeah. not the same band. So, plus <laughs> it's all in jokes. So, if you didn't know Marillion, you just think it was just just ramblings. Yeah, so it, yeah, yeah. So it shows that you know I'm, not, I'm I'm saying stuff because I like it and because because we know about it, and it's a bit of a in joke between between fans really, and that's that was the idea. So, and and and, and people on the form were very kind and some some liked it, and the people who didn't. Didn't say anything, which is nice, and, and actually even now when I share stuff, I'm really fans. Uh, people are ninety nine percent of people are really really kind about it. And, yeah, yeah. and the ones that don't like it, don't read it, and that's that's great. The, the only brief experience that wasn't entirely positive was when I shared something on the fish on or the fish forums.
0: Yeah. Don't, don't.
2: Don't do I can it. imagine. Don't do it. Did it once, wouldn't do it again. It was a yeah, stupid... I yeah. mean, it's passionate. It's about, there's a picture yeah. of Fish with his dungareens on, a picture of Grandpa Wilson on with his dungareens on. he's like to ramble about the old days. The the guys the Grandpa are of the Waltons, right? Like, it's yeah. just, just not even... How could you possibly... Oh so no i didn't i didn't i didn't uh, do that
0: again. yeah there's another level of of intensity with fish fans i'm discovering that yeah. the h era fans are um can laugh at themselves and yeah. you know yes they're passionate yes some of them are more full-on than others but fish fans just seem like it's like a blanket kind of, you know kind of be you a know, blinkered you know worship of fish uh, i'm going to get killed for that there you go just the no, i think you might i
2: think i think i mean did you Again, we're generalizing, they're not all like yeah, that. There's cool. enough of them to, to think, well, I don't need that. I'll I'm not do that again. Because yeah, I don't yeah. do it, you know, I do it for fun. I do it to make people laugh. It makes me laugh and it's the right side of the line. It's not, you know, it's not mean or unkind. Or um, then, then I'll put it on and, and uh hopefully no one will get upset by it, you know. Yeah. So so it's not it's not there, you know. The only thing I ask from people occasionally ask for a bit of sponsorship from being a sponsored run or something. And yeah very generous with that so it's just a fun thing um so yeah so I did did these quite lengthy skits on the on the forum and they got longer and longer and I put them on a website so if you put McKillian into Google you'll you'll see the website with all those on it and then I changed jobs about five years ago and my new job is is a lot more demanding so I can't spend half an hour in a lunch hour writing a brilliant skit so (laughs) coincided with them with the, with the people moving to Facebook generally from the really informed, yeah. but I still really inform, I still think it's fantastic. Um, yeah, although I don't have to tell too many people because it's, it's good because there's not many people on it. That's the it's- yeah,
0: it's changed a lot. I mean, I just I just lurk these days. Uh, I'm yeah, on there, but um, yeah, I don't post.
2: So, so it then just became a photo and a little comment, and then the odds, the odds, the odds sort of longer thing, but it just it had less time, and and um, and also it coincided with what we were saying earlier. The band kind of take ownership of their own humour, if you like. So yeah. you know you could, you could poke fun at people a little bit in the right way. If they take themselves too seriously, that's the cause of amusement. Well, they don't anymore. Nice. So, so there's less to do with that. So, uh, and just if if, if uh, you know, I, I don't write the lengthy sort of. Um, skits that uh, it's just just really on Facebook when when the th- something comes to my mind or well, i have got to say something say, oh that's a
0: good oh I'll have that yeah. <laughs> um, that's the joy of uh you know it being a a, a quick and easy post and that you can yeah, just kind of yeah. you know and it works perfectly for Facebook because it's more it's more shareable as well in that yeah. kind of format I think yeah um you know people haven't got the attention span anymore so have you ever um have you ever Run a foul or Lucy or have you ever heard any feedback from any of the band members or anything about anything? Yeah,
2: no, I haven't run foul of us to be fair, and and, and uh, you know if if she ever said or anyone that connects with the band officially said, look, that's that's too much or whatever, I uh, will pull it. And they never have done. I stop completely. through we say. If they thought it was being cancelled, the last thing I want is to to for for it to go against the band in any sort of way. You know, I think the great thing really in the last few years is there's been built up, and you're part of this, and I'm in a little bit. This great fringe activity, you know, yeah. page yeah. all the all the tribute bands, uh, the Marcus William Museum on Facebook, brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. All, all these things that have grown up um, that, that that are not part of the band, not really for the band, they're for the for fans. Yeah, yeah but at the same time, the band seems. So anyway, to answer your question, you know, I've got the odd like from others, marks shared things occasionally on twitter uh, i was approached by lucy about eight years ago to say look can you write as a skit for a video to put before this band start playing oh right <laughs> people are using the phone yeah uh, i'm had a brief meeting at property festival and they played that in like, 2014 first time uh with lucy and stephanie and, and, and i'd sent them a few ideas and they weren't very good and they weren't And it, it, doing things toward it i mean obviously it's your living it's not it's not mine you know um <laughs> I find it quite hard and, I, and, and, and um, she gives a few pointers and I came up with what I thought was quite a good idea, which was a film of them in the racket club playing a concert. And as soon as they start playing, all the fans are watching put the phones up and watching right. the phones and they're playing a version of Whatever is Wrong With You. Uh, your favourite song, I think, is that one? Uh, yeah, so, yeah, one of, one of
0: my favourites, definitely. So
2: Lucy said, oh, that's very good. Thanks. We'll think about it. Uh, and and i didn't hear from them and but then Brown <laughs> started doing the stuff at the start of the concerts where, where he came on stage and and, and, and so um she was very really polite very nice and, and, yeah. and she said oh you know, i mean Ian, read your stuff and, and ian sort of last yeah so I, i've had i've had some sort of fairly nice comments from them um which is nice uh but yeah I, it, it, it's um, it's no more than that and, and, and that's great oh, but one thing though the last what Zealand weekend they did he give me? Uh, shallow number 666. Oh, so, <laughs> that's the coincidence, or not? But, um, yeah, yeah it, 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 not a lot of contact, just that, that one thing. And, and yeah, uh, you're good at pulling in talent from people, think,
0: aren't they? She is. Well, yeah, I mean, my, I have a I think I've mentioned it on the podcast and I'm going to recount the story in greater detail when we get to somewhere else, but my very similar story to you when I was asked to write the press release somewhere else. I, I, tried to make it funny uh, but no it didn't go the, the press release is still on the um' is still on the website uh but with all my jokes my terrible jokes taken out <laughs> uh, <laughs> which is which was the version um that lucy sent out it's awful it was awful when i i, I just cringe now
2: and i look at my some stuff i emailed her as well and i thought that's ah, just really dreadful but the trouble that's stuff. trying to write stuff that's funny you shouldn't analyse it too much you
0: should just put it out
2: and forget about it Um, yeah
0: yeah. which is all well and good when the thing you're meant to be writing is meant to be funny but (laughs) press release (laughs) for a rock band is not not the case Uh, but anyway so you said you're on the MOLF still Uh, how has that changed because I used to be and then I mean I was surprised a few years ago to even realize it was still going to be honest and now i'm a as i said i'm a lurker on there how have you seen that evolve over the years well it probably it
2: it it was it's worse if i can say that around the time of um uh sounds like can't be made and Gaza. there's a massive oh, thing really. see, I was well gone, gone from it but at that point yeah, it, it got you know but then that, that fed into the time where and we see it on Ruling really the Fans on Facebook now it, you know that gets so um, challenging at times that the band left didn't <laughs> yeah you know, really recently yeah. and and it's just the, uh, the, the it got to the point that's you see on all sort of internet sites where a few people with with you know fairly strong opinions can 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 give a disproportionate view um, but anyway as as facebook has um as growing popularity the the mouth has, has, has kind of decreased and there's just a few people there there's a few but i'm not on facebook i never find anything about it <laughs> facebook Then if you find out. um, but generally it's the people who just have similar ideas who like the band they'll pass comment um and uh but but are not out of order about anything if someone comes on new and they are out of order they get told yeah, so, yeah it's, nice. it's yeah. great yeah uh, but it only really worked because there aren't that many people that are active on there my favorite part of it is probably the bit the um just for the record which is the section where they don't talk about meridian they recommend right. Ah, I see. Um, I don't ever go in there. Yeah. No, it's great. So we, it's like if you like, you know, Amazon's great at recommending things that you don't really need or you bought already. Well, that's that. that this is actually people who like really and also like, you know, um, bands that, you know, you find out about Porcupine Tree before anyone else knew about them or, yep. um, you know, the, the, the bands that are good at Oak, who are one of the support bands for Sweden, who are particularly good on, on the Friday night. Find out about them on there. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, it's uh, it's a nice place to go and chat and read stuff and people actually open up quite a lot on there as well That personal stuff sometimes and they get support which is really really nice yeah, that's it's nice safe space you know um so i hope they never get rid of it They occasionally have the odd glitch and someone has to email mark kennedy and he has to go fix it and i'm sure he's time to fix it you know, why are we doing this and, I, and hopefully he'll carry on doing that because the few people are on there uh, I say few, it's probably a hundred or two. It's not, it's not 10 people,
0: you know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure there are more lurking The uh, um, yeah, yeah. Most, like me, myself. So if you want somewhere, if you do want somewhere that's a bit
2: more, a bit like internet used to be before it got a bit more divisive, I don't. I'm to be careful what I say because in France can be brilliant and, and it can have yeah. I mean, a lot of stuff on there. So I don't mean to put it down. But if you want something a bit more gentle, then it's a nice place to go.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's what I think. I, I can't remember when I threw in the towel, but uh, but it was, as you say, at a time when there was a... It seemed to be a lot of unnecessary sort of fighting between people that you kind of think we're all here for the same reason. And so, uh, but having kind of gone back and, and seen it now, it was lovely to sort of see it is it's almost, you know, it's almost a bit last of the summer wine, or, yeah. you know, quite pastoral and <laughs> yeah. everyone just seems to
2: really like each other who's on there now. The thing about Facebook, you mentioned the McAllen stuff, it's it's a couple of lines in a picture. And I think this and Twitter's the same, so many characters and and actually what you can find on the really forum is someone can write three or four paragraphs about something that happened to them or their opinion on politics or whatever. And it's thoughtful and it's considered and you may not agree with it. But you, but it, but at the same time, it's coming from a place. If you don't agree with it, you understand where someone's coming from and why they're saying that. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's yeah it, it, it's it's got more depth to it than than you're able to to have on um, on on Facebook.
0: You think that's partly because we've all we're all a bit older now, and Marillion fans. You know, we're not kids anymore. Any of us, really. You know, there's. I'm sure there are young fans. I know there are young fans, but. You know, those of us who are still sort of, you know, have been through the, the you know, the Marbles era and the, the you know, the, the fallow years and all the rest of it, we've grown up and we've got families and, you know, we've been through stuff. So do you think it's just we've reached a level of maturity in the way that perhaps the band themselves have? Because, you know, the way that they don't, they're a bit more relaxed on stage. They're not as kind of precious about things when they go wrong. Do you hear that?
2: yeah I'm sure I, i'm sure that's the case uh, yeah i'm sure you're absolutely right with that it seem to be uh, there's several stages in the last sort of 20 years um, they've they've gone up a level in terms of the audiences that that, that they're playing. So when I first saw them in the early 2000s, you know, since my break, um, they were playing sort of small clubs and then they started playing theatres and now they're playing bigger venues and playing, you know, um, obviously uh, Albert Hall and Hammersmith and et cetera. But look around, I think most of the people that are coming, are coming back to Marillion rather than coming to Marillion. And I think that they've never chased, well, they have chased new fans, but, um, I think they're not chasing old friends now. They're just being brilliant. and because yeah, yeah. They're more relaxed. And we like that. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we want. And, and um, yeah, so it's become so much more than the band. I mean, again, the band are obviously at the heart of it. But... Um, the, the 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 community around the band is 99 yeah. very very positive uh and, and and a nice place to be I, I genuinely think currently particularly in the uk i guess because get more gigs there's no better sign to be a fan it's, it's, yeah. it's lovely being a fan at the moment
0: yeah it is and i think part of that is exactly what you identified which there is this sort of fringe element which i know you are we are part of that you know wasn't intentional but it it kind of makes me think that because of the, all these sort of extracurricular things that the fans have just taken upon themselves, because we don't want that Meridian weekend feeling to ever really go away. We want to feel we're connected with other Meridian fans, you know, outside of those gigs, outside of those weekends. I, I can't see as long as Meridian fans are still alive and still breathing, that we're going to have a time where there aren't, meridian weekends there aren't gatherings i think stuff is going to carry on after mm. the band you know stop being a kind of ongoing concern you know I, I think we're going to get meridian weekends with tribute bands and you know they'll be organized well
2: there are more tribute bands now aren't they i mean look at leicester yeah. how many tribute bands are there three tribute bands on the Leicester.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah and i'm getting adverts at the moment on facebook for another one cerulean um, right. i keep getting kind of ads for them they weren't at leicester but um you know so there's at least four who gig in the uk kind of regularly um yeah it's it's nuts yeah 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 there was a time it was just uh yeah forgotten sons and now look at more <laughs> yeah
2: and, it, and it's great and it's like there's, there's, there's part of a just part of a bigger community and i think it is the weekends that started that yeah, you know, the band got to take credit for that because they brought people together so well. You know that's why uh, at the end of All Tonight is such a touching. I'm getting emotional talk about it. Such a touching song because it just sums up. How does he know what it's like to be a fan? That's exactly what it's like to be a fan. It's exactly yeah. how he like to go to a concert, um, and he gets it. You know, he gets it. He reads those words completely, and and uh, yeah, it's it's just nice.
0: The sense I get as well from from Lucy and the band is that that they know how much this this fan base i know it sounds like it should be obvious but it, it seems like very much now you know for instance mark gave his um uh, you know uh, archives to marco's marillion yeah. museum didn't he you know and then yeah. lucy has been a big supporter of Bianpod, and yes. and the fact that they know it's a sort of symbiotic relationship and to uh, yeah we're all in it together really and i i think it's becoming more like this is how i feel maybe i'm reading too much into it but the sense i get from both band and fans is that as we have a limited amount of time left yes hopefully it's another 20 years who knows but we've got less time ahead of us with marillion than we have behind and so it's becoming more precious and, and something to sort of you know, hold on to, you know, I'm about to start quoting Trap the Spark then, but I won't.
2: <laughs> I think you're right. I think, you know, I hope they do do a whole raft of weekends next year as well. I know that obviously yeah. they've got dates for Port Zealand, so fingers crossed for that. But I hope they'll do, do other ones and hopefully in different places and, and Leicester as well maybe, because I think there's a there's definitely a demand for it.
0: You know, I think so. I think they could do I, at this stage. I, I could do Meridian weekends every year. Whether they'd want to, I don't know. But you know, they could do it in lieu of touring um, and people would go. they would sell. I agree. It'd be nice
2: if they got the albums out a bit quicker. That, right. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> you
2: know, the last time again is so good. You know, and we've now got it, and like I say, I think it's it's just flawless. So. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't yeah, I don't think any of us want to wait another seven years for the next one. I don't think they can wait another seven years.
2: Well Mark Kelly said something and I can't remember where I saw this, but I read it uh, uh, and he was saying how he's got an idea how they might be able to do the next album quicker, but he's not told the rest of the band about it. <laughs> so he's acknowledged
0: he might them. have said that on Pod.
2: Was that on your was that on I your I think it might uh, have been on Pod. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so uh, so yeah, so I think they could have I mean, like, been transatlantic Mark albums out like, in two weeks, don't they?
0: Yeah, so, I yeah. mean I I'll I'm now. I'm gonna bite my tongue. I'm <laughs> 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 by the way. So before you yeah, do,
2: I do, I do. For all the reasons you were not keen on them, exactly. Yeah, the I reason know.
0: I know. Look, I know. I'm in, in the minority in terms of. uh, most of my mates, nah, not my cup of tea, but... No, well, it's <laughs> funny.
2: That's, a, that's a funny thing, because we're kind of in agreement. It's all for the same reasons, isn't it? But anyway, yeah, yeah. They could, we could do it more, but, but I say it, they do what they do. they kind of semi-retired now, let's face it, you know, and they deserve, they've deserve earned the, the, the fact to be semi, you know, to be semi-retired. You know, most people their age will be completely retired for so the fact they're doing anything. Yeah. So, uh, it's just, I do feel that they're in this sort of, this purple patch at the moment, and that's, you know, why you want to see them more.
0: Yeah, uh, I completely so, agree yeah yeah long may it last yeah righty well thank you Stephen for that that was that was brilliant I am gonna say is there you want to plug or promote but I suppose drive people to Mockillion on Facebook yeah I mean
2: look at if you like it that's great uh, you know just if you see me asking for sponsorship for a, a marathon or something then 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 that'd be great if you could sponsor me for that that's something really that that, that i do on that West or anything back really and if you don't like it you don't tell me I don't want to know just just yeah <laughs> you know uh, and to be fair, most people, most people don't, to be fair. So now there's nothing, nothing, really to plug. Just um, yeah, the only the only thing I, I that I'm cautious about and the only message I guess I've got is that if you think I'm disrespectful, that then then then, then message me in private emails on the website. You can, you know, you can email me, but it's not with intent. Um, you know, if anything, I just want to, I just 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 it's it's part of trying to have in jokes and have a bit of a laugh and try and be silly and and and, and uh, that's it. So I'm sorry if I upset anybody. Uh, it's certainly not my intent to do that. And uh, and yeah, just long long way the band continue really.
0: Yeah. So that sounds like a speech I could give at the end of every episode of Beyond. <laughs> I think you're in good company in terms of our audience, I, I think. Well, well, done to both of you. I
2: know, Sandy's out. It is a really good podcast. I mean, and it, it's, 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 it's great. I mean, there's so many podcasts out there. you just got the actual... Um, uh, tone of it really really well your personality's come across really really well the fact there's a little bit of mirror and of me and, and my wife in that she's less of a fan than me in terms of you know she's newer to it um and so i kind of a, can, can can sort of you know, understand a lot of things you're saying and you're just funny wow one of the funniest bits i gotta say was when when you were talking about uh Oh uh, you got to the end of a, one of your podcasts and you're being serious about it's all the darkness before the dawn and sunny just interrupted you and and you got fake annoyed and it was it was the funniest thing I've ever
0: <laughs> wish which one that was.
2: <laughs> but but it, it was just the it's the way you interact with each other and the way you obviously Kayle and we should say balls. some of the music, but but are not afraid to express an opinion in the right way, is, is why it works so well. I'm just hoping you kind so happiness is the road because i love happiness is the road uh, really of them, so.
0: yeah i mean i uh I, I don't mind saying saying that um i like lo- this one i love and there's a lot of this too i really like um in fact i don't there's not really anything i i strongly dislike on anything on the album i mean i love love this one And this time i'm just trying to think because i haven't got it because i'm so immersed in somewhere else at the moment yeah, yeah. um I don't think so. I'm not a big fan of Thunderfly. No, um, um, whatever is wrong with you. Uh, but beyond that, it's it's um, and I don't like Asylum Satellite Number One because of the screechy guitar. But I think it's it's an album of, and I mean this in the right way because when you talk about B sides and Merillion that that disc too is an album of b-sides and meridian do bloody great b-sides yeah, so yeah. uh <laughs> you know, traditionally yeah their b-sides are often better than their a- a-sides so
2: <laughs> you know, somewhere else at the moment aren't you so that's kind of a case in point i think it's um so we're yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 songs on the album and some of the songs that are, well, aren't the best either
0: you know yeah like, yeah we were talking way. about it earlier funny enough about how just the album sort of just kind of i mean i like i quite like faith at the end but it just sort of fizzles out towards the end of the album and it's yeah i don't know uh but i but i am a defender of it there's a lot on it i like and i know you know that's not always a popular opinion but i think it, it really it it deserves some kind of remix or remaster or something to just bring out what was lost on that original mix i think we'll see that
2: i'll be surprised we see that before the next weekend maybe now mike hunter's got a bit more time the album's finished i wonder if that's why they didn't play it this year because they're going to play it next year in you know in line with a a re-release h was talking about something on his podcast podcasting about you know a a remix or something and you know you hear radiation now the, the 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 was it 2013 version and it's a different album yeah totally yeah, It's fantastic, you know. Um, so, yeah, maybe they can save most toys.
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 just, just cut that out. Yeah. I <laughs> I'll put the B-side on instead, I mean, right now, but... <laughs> There we go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, I know. Has there ever been a, a greater disparity of quality between A-sides and B-sides before? Yeah.
2: But the song somewhere else. fantastic a voice from the past, the other half. Yeah.
0: Yeah, just brilliant. Like I didn't, There's I didn't that run know. sort of in the middle that yeah. is just, I think, Absolute top draw, Merillion, um, and uh, you know the, the opening is it's all right, and then it goes really good, and then at the end—it's sort of the wound and last century for man. I just find hard work.
2: Last century, man is very, very similar to a Radiohead song. I can't which one. It is.
0: Oh,
2: I've well, have have listen I to that. Know, if I can dig it out and find out which one it is, but there's one yeah. song I thought is the same song. You know, anyway. Yeah, I thought it was looking, it was looking a little bit from Hangover from Marbles because it was such a sort of renaissance, really, um, to, to try and match the the, the, the expectations was probably going to be impossible anyway.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was always going to be a disappointment. Um, yeah, unless they'd come out with an hour before it's dark in 2007 <laughs> yeah. or something. Yeah. Yeah, who knows? That was a good interview, wasn't it, Sanya? Oh, that was great. (laughs) You actually have heard this one because you were sat in the room while I was chatting to him.
1: No, I've heard half of it. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Wait, you didn't have headphones on. No, I did hear it. You did Did hear hear it. it? I
0: didn't have headphones on. You're quite right. And you did hear the entire interview.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I did hear it.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, thank you, Stephen, for that. Go check out Mockilly and everyone. Support him uh, with some of his charitable running which he does quite a lot of um and yes hopefully we'll hear from him again on a letters page soon he's probably been scared off because of Padantony moaning about the letters oh no <sighs> don't
1: listen to Padantony moaning we want your letters
0: yeah i have to listen to him moaning Yeah, in in our friend group <laughs> <laughs> I, I i i take that bullet for all of you <laughs> you, know, you lot just can ignore when I re- regurgitate his words. Um, all right. So, what are we doing next week? Do we know?
1: I don't. I don't think so. I mean, I do still have. We do have. I think four or so marbles letters You're to desperate read. to get them out, aren't you? Um. Well, only because then we can tie a bow on the marbles era. Okay. Um, <laughs> but aside from that. I'm not sure what else you'd want to... I'm ready to move on to somewhere else, but Are it's we, up to you.
0: Okay. All right, next week, let's have a, uh, a, a kind of brief letters page. Okay. Then, week after, maybe we'll start on somewhere else. Somewhere
1: else.
0: else. I, I will probably, like we do with Marble, start with a an ep about the run-up to somewhere else because there was quite a gap of, of three years between them Wow. The, the was two. that
1: the longest gap that they'd had? I think it might have been at that point. Yeah between albums no
0: well no it's about the same as Anorak to Marbles that was three years as well Um, Anorak was
1: 2001
0: Marbles 2004 and then Summer Else was 2007 right yeah yeah I think Summer Else is it's a really interesting album in the story of Meridian I know it's not everyone's favourite I mean I will I'll say it now I'm going to argue that it's a better album than most people give it credit for but on top of that, I think it, it, it does point the way to the future, aside from the fact that it's their first Mike Hunter produced album or fully produced album. Uh, you can see certain, um, I suppose, what's the word, themes start to emerge. What are you amused by? There's a fly near me. Is the fly near Fly's me? Flies everywhere, Paul. Why are you smiling? Why are you smirking? It's not even a smile. It's a smi- Why were you smirking at me when I was talking?
1: I wasn't smirking. I was just smiling because no,
0: I love you. No smirking. <laughs> is <it>, a <laughs> person
1: allowed to smile anymore?
0: Mm, couldn't do anything these days.
1: <laughs> you don't trust my Cancel smile. for
0: smiling. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's she happy about? Mm. <laughs> stop stop impressing me with your smile. <laughs> Look, that's all a joke. That's all a joke. Um, right, okay. Uh, as usual, subscribe, blah, 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 blah. Tell people about us, blah, blah, blah. Review us, blah, blah, blah. Um, this is really important. I know I say it every time, but we are on Patreon, www.patreon.com slash MrBiffo. Links in the description where you can support the podcast for as little as one pound a month. You get episodes early, plus you get bonus content. We are going to do a bonus episode to what? accompany this, this this ep. Yes, we are. Uh, where we are talking about set lists still, but yep. Meridian Weekend set lists. Meridian
1: Weekend We're going weekend through set them lists. and
0: discussing them. Yes. That's our thing now.
1: <laughs> That's what we do.
0: Yeah, good. Right, everyone, thanks for listening. We'll catch you next week. Bye. Bye.